Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back once again to Last Minute Kickout. I am, as always, Pete Titans Creed Nethercoat, joined by my cohorts in crime. One, Mr. Kevin, the Kevin Eva Eva. Sup. Sup. And the paragon of DDP yoga, Mr. John Turbo Finley himself. How you doing? Bang. How you doing? He's, he's fallen into it now. I'm oh, some ways well. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm even better. Uh, I'm even more of a DDP uh, worshiper because uh, I got myself uh, a Hall of Fame ring as well. He's just, he's just shilling now. <laughs> he's just shilling. This is hashtag not an ad. Um, <laughs> yes, we are here and we're talking about the, the four hour event which happened recently called WWE uh, Super Showdown. I nearly called it the Super Showdown Under again. Uh, I really need to stop doing that. It's, uh, it's annoying. Skippy Slam. <laughs> that's the one yeah. um for all in, it was okay it wasn't by any means bad um i think it fell over from being good at the beginning okay at the end and like lacking in the middle again but i mean what else are you going to do when none of the raw championships are on the line and it's all smackdown belts on the line it's it's bizarre but yeah no Th uh, quick thoughts on it guys before we go in depth in the matches I no, you go ahead. No, it was very good for a Raw and SmackDown Super Show. <laughs> yeah. Effectively, it was kind of that, uh, but in also in hindsight, it was also quite a bad, uh, like upscaled house show. Uh, everyone says glorif over glorified house show. I say upscaled. See, I I'm think... different. I think the biggest problem with that is because Raw is three hours and that's what pay-per-views used to be and these bigger pay-per-views seem to be scaled to four hours, it literally just feels a house show, but without as many talky promos mm -hmm. for the most part, except for the backstage segments, which is eh, pretty annoying, but yeah okay, so everybody's about middle on the fence but um, yeah okay, so we, we open the pay-per-view with The New Day uh, defending against the bar um i'll be honest if i was going to go out on a limb i would have said that this would have been one of the titles that would have changed hands um i was expecting the bar to actually take it and you know lead into a, a proper feud where, where they fight against each other for the belts but just me mm, i didn't have that feeling with uh this match i mean it was a good good match overall um uh, especially liked uh, how the finish uh, turned out uh, with uh, a new unique double finisher uh, or like double team finish um, but uh, no it's like I, I didn't really have that vibe with um, how it was being worked you know uh, or played out I didn't I didn't feel uh, the bar was going to get the win here no I mean when you watch the match you don't get it but I thought like I had uh, specific points that I thought you know, there has to be at least one title change because mm. it's an overseas pay-per-view. And, and I, I, I caught, pretty much me and a lot of people kind of like called which one it was going to be. Uh, I did once I found out who was wrestling in the specific match. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like I had a couple of things like I, as I've said for the last couple of shows, I didn't think uh, AJ was going to drop the belt until uh, post WWE game release since that came out today by day no yesterday by day of recording yeah um so i still expected aj to keep the belt uh i expected the 
Becky Lynch to keep the belt because if anything's going to change there, it'll be at Evolution. And, you know, so I was expecting the tag titles to change. So, mm. but there we go. But, Kev, your thoughts? Um, I agree that, that um, the backstabber into the double stomp for the ending was a really nice move. Um, there was there was a few nice little things um, in there. Cesaro tried to take Kofi Kingston's head off at one point of an uppercut. Yes. Oh, he takes the dude's head off. Which even for Cesaro looked like a pretty freaking vicious uppercut. Mm-hmm. Um, there, was, there was also like a sliding DDT by Xavier Woods. It was like a like baseball drop. It was like baseball slide into a DDT as Ben Cesaro was like on the all fours I think it was that looks sick as hell hmm. um, it, it's a curtain opener featuring the New Day it's gonna be gonna hit all the buttons that you want as an opening match yeah it's um, a nice little kickstart as it, we've said before the yeah. New Day are pretty much bred to be show openers at this point you've got all manner of things going on in there in terms of like innovating new little moves here there and everywhere you've got cesaro being cesaro and sheamus was there too um uh, and then at the end you have biggie making out with the title belt on top of the turnbuckle for some god known reason oh he just gets weirder and weirder doesn't he 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 does um although i will i will praise I will praise Corey Graves for the line, I don't know how many illegitimate trombones Woods has. <laughs> well, even Cole, even Cole doesn't know what uh, Francesca we're on. Yeah, here. That, was, that, that was the thing. It was like, how many Francescas are we on anymore? No one knows. It's like Snowball 2. Yeah. We had Francesca too a long time ago and there are many other Francescas that have come and gone. But I think I think we're on super I think we're on Ultra Super uh, uh Francesca two turbo. Yeah. Now remix. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's yeah, so, so we're in the snowball two situation with Francesca's. It's it's Francesca two and that's all we're gonna stick with now. Um but yeah. It, it was what it needed to be. The crowd well into it. They worked later on with other things, which we'll probably talk touch on. Um, yeah, other than that, thumbs up. Yeah. Look, I'm doing the thumbs up now. <laughs> Brilliant stuff. Uh, moving swiftly on, Becky Lynch defending the SmackDown Women's Championship against Charlotte Flair. So, as we've said, going into it, we knew that the women's title wasn't going to change. It's not going to happen until Evolution. At least. At, at, the, very, at the very earliest, yes. Um, I really... I'll be honest. With the way this match ended, I, I don't... I, I, I literally feel like I blinked and the title appeared in the ring. Nah. I do kind of recall Becky being the, the kind of like heel-ish insane. It's like... Okay, it's like, yeah, I've had enough. I'm taking my title and going and whatnot. Yeah, and it was like, kind of like oh. there. Aye. Um, no, it's like, uh, I didn't know it was that um, for it. So it didn't just magically just appear in at the ring apron and Becky was like, but, ooh! But we could kind of see why you did. 
Mm. It was just like she went to get she went to get a grab, and like Charlotte hugged her from behind, and then they sort of ended up in the ring somehow with the belt there, and then the belt stayed there because the referee just didn't bloody take any notice of it. Um, yeah, I've, there was again we had some interesting stuff. Um, why? Considering we're still trying to do this thing where. Honestly, guys, honestly, guys, Becky's the heel. Please boo her. Please. But but we can't. It's getting difficult. WWE, you, whoever whoever made that match, whoever produced that match, um, considering the situation, you don't put a yay boo punching spot in that mm-hmm. in the matches. Because funnily enough, yays are going to be for Becky and all the boos are going to be for Charlotte. Uh, I don't know who thought of that, but it was really, really dumb. While you're, while you're touching on who produced this match, I want to know why we've gone from Becky, super angry, fighty heel, who beat Charlotte clean and is super angry, fighty heel in every promo. And then we get to this match and she becomes snivelling heel. Yeah, she she went. She's going to be she's a smug chicken shit heel. She is. Yeah, yeah. and I, I don't I don't I don't get it. Except at the very very end, when when Charlotte uh, went to get her, and she sort of hit her from behind, and Charlotte hit Becky from behind, and then Charlotte was booed again. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Becky proceeded to knock seven tons of brick dust out of her. Uh, left the lying and then walked off and everyone was way hey, Becky uh, and then she suddenly but she suddenly snapped back to I will beat your ass after getting DQ'd I just I just don't get it how she can beat Charlotte clean for the title as a heel and then go on and be smug chicken shit mm. it's it's going all backwards with this <laughs> It's like it, 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 seems to, it seems to be flipping between writers and they're not correlating with the, each other or or bookers I, I, get, I get all the storyline teams should be there to do is guide the storyline in a position and turn around to the wrestlers and go this is what you need to do to progress the story between you two hmm. I not I need you to act like this if you need to have Becky win the match by smacking Charlotte with with an object, not necessarily the title. You can still do that mm. without making her look like a fucking chicken shit doing it. You know, it's yeah. It I mean, even the, the DQ itself was just like I, I, I had no problems with being, there being a DQ. No, no, absolutely because not. It, it, it's, it, it was Becky's thing of just like you know I don't actually need this nonsense, but the was, way it was done, we were just like Ugh. <laughs> it was, nice. really it was very lackluster. But it, granted, it was the only DQ uh, finish on on this card, so which could have been worse. It could have been much more mm. kind of like DQ finishes. Yeah, we did have two items that were no DQ, so. Mm. Yeah. But I, there was a load of. <sighs> A load of silliness. Um, we had a four. We had a four horsewomen acknowledgement, hmm. which is interesting considering they're still 
sort of plugging away in the background about how the MMA force women are doing stuff. And it's interesting yeah. that WWE actually acknowledged the four of them, including Sasha and Bailey, as the four horsewomen. Mm. But I, I have I have noticed that they do it a lot, though. Uh, they they have to emphasize it in some way. I, I, I don't keep, get, keep it like, in the mind. I'd understand if all four of them had been on the brand together, mm. but I don't think they 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 have. Like even when three of them debuted, Bailey was left behind, and when Bailey came onto the scene, I think. Becky was on SmackDown on her own yeah. by that point. Yeah. So it's just like, okay, but they've never been a stable on one, one, one footing. We we we're still going for Charlotte versus, versus Ronda Rousey. Ronda, yeah, uh, I believe at some at, point at Mania. Yeah. yeah, we think. I am for Charlotte beating Ronda via interference from the rest of the horsemen setting them up as a heel faction it hmm. would be good um the, the i'll tell you i don't think they'll pull the trigger on being a heel faction i think they'll definitely do it as a face faction um and it will mostly be because the riot squad i think will get out of control like they'll literally just literally run roughshod over the entire women's division Somebody had better tell the writers to start getting them in that direction. Then, oh yeah, I since, mean, since since Friday, uh, since this Monday, yeah, yeah, because they look like a dominant force to me. Uh -huh. um, it's all right. We'll just after after Evolution. Anyway, when, so when the it's Bellas a Charlotte come, match. Fuck off! Right, <laughs> right. Um, botch Festorama. Okay, so <laughs> let's start at the beginning. <laughs> Rene Young and frankly Rene Young was pretty awful mm. I thought and I've yet to that be impressed by her commentary I've got to say I don't know I think I think she's not got the pace yet I think she's still trying to do I like think she's NXT. still getting overpowered by Graves and Cole yeah, I, and I think she's still trying to find her voice in she has to, yeah. the two and the headset Absolutely. Well, it's, a, it's it's always the case when you're the third wheel uh, mm. on that commentary team. You're always going to have that problem. Booker T had that problem. Hell, even Jerry Lawler, to a certain degree, had that problem at times. Byron Saxon has that problem. Yeah, Byron it's, Saxon it's, has it's... the additional problem of the other two actively trying to bury anything he says. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, which really doesn't help. It, um, considering, the, considering what we have... As secondary options of being the coach and Booker T, I think she does. She does manage to stand her own because at least Graves acknowledges her in a positive light. Graves wouldn't dare. Yeah, well, <laughs> of course say anything. Well, was would he? Um, so anyway, we we had <laughs> Charlotte comes out uh, and Renee's all over. Oh, look at that robe, stunning! Charlotte proceeds to get her foot caught in the robe at that exact moment. <laughs> Gets her left foot all caught, so sort of look, go like that and, and, and wiggle her way out. Um, she uh, she pulled out of the ring and almost landed on her head in a really actually could have been quite nasty moment. And just to put a nice underline on Charlotte's awareness of what's going on. 
the armbar sequence. Becky proceeds to like do a whole load of things on the second armbar, with like just manipulating the fingers, and she's like twisting around, she's moving the wrist and everything. Charlotte's face doesn't react to any of it. <laughs> Becky is there going all this stuff to try and be really, really vicious, and Charlotte's just like. Mm. <laughs> it's no reaction to anything that she's doing. <laughs> just like God's sake. <sighs> but yeah, she match ends. She gets laid out. Clothesline, Bexploder, running knee into the uh, side to the cheers of the crowd, and she's left looking all sad face again, leaning mm. up against the barricade again. I feel sorry for her. No, <laughs> of course yeah. not. We know we won't. But yeah, just, oh, pay yeah. just pay attention for the love of God, Charlotte. <laughs> um, yeah. So after that, in a match that everybody saw the result coming, um, John Cena and Bobby Lashley versus Kevin Owens and Elias. John Cena wasn't there. What are you talking about? Uh, yeah, he was there. He, he was, like, not in the match for, like, 95% of it. Well, I saw, I saw John, but it wasn't I, John yeah, Cena. I saw John. It wasn't, it wasn't Cena. Yeah, are we talking about his hair? Is, is yeah, this what we're was, alluding it to? Was, it was a brave decision for for them to team up Bobby Lashley with John Bradshaw Layfield, but... You saw it as well? Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> That's fine, then. At oh, least my God. the only yeah. one. Yeah. Hey, well, I, I immediately did that reaction as well. And I, practically everyone on the internet had that kind of like reaction. It's like, like, oh John Bradshaw Cena. So we're in this sort of weird Twilight Zone where Cena's got his hair back and Shawn Michaels has lost it all. And yeah. Everybody's like gaining hair and losing hair and flipping from what they are. Corbin's going to probably get his back next week. Yeah. <laughs> Because I just well they... walk out there with all these locks back completely as if nothing's ever happened. Super, yeah. Uh, but yeah, no. Cena, Cena was in it for about five minutes, but there's a very good reason why. Um, they didn't want, yes, exactly. They didn't want injuries <laughs> because he's doing all the films. Yep. Yeah. And uh, his sixth move of doom. Oh. Uh, you, okay, you were, ta you were talking about that. Yeah, that you were talking about that move being showcased in, in China. That one house show, and now seeing it on the Super Showdown, uh, I was like, "What, Eddie? That finished the match." It's, it's the fact. It's the fact that literally when Cena came in, he did all five and finished from the sixth, and you had Cole yeah. lo losing his chair, going, "Oh my god, it's the sixth move Cole legitimately made me crack up with that. Oh god, the sixth move of doom. <laughs> It, uh, it's just ridiculous. Actually, it's being like, aware. Right, <laughs> it's right, it's right. Self, being self-aware. It's like it, I don't know. I don't know what how I feel with the commentators having to be self-aware. Whereas I know I see this like from reviewers and ourselves, and um, you know, pointing these out and whatnot. But when you have the commentators pointing it out. Then you I, go, okay, now it's getting ridiculous. I yeah. think it's been particularly said by Cena what to call it at that point because Cena is always very self-referential with the crowd now. In any oh, yeah, he knows about the moves of Doom. No, absolutely. He's, yeah. he's mentioned um, it before so I, in I, promos. Um, 
Yeah, uh, Owens took the the pin as to be expected. Uh, fun fact: Owens has lost eighty eight percent of his matches in two thousand eighteen. Fun fact: He's probably not going to have any more. No, he's uh, he after Raw, he's uh, out for uh, rehab. Uh, he's going for a much needed operation, I believe, is uh, what's on the great point. Something to do with his knee. And we, yes. We're not overly sure. Everyone's injuring their knees at the minute. Well, well they're always on their feet, so. You know what? I'd rather I'd rather people injure their knees instead of injuring something else with all the suicide dives people have been doing the in knee. the last nine months. Mm. Um, good on Kevin. He needs something. Um, off the back of Raw. Yeah, spoilers, he does. He does. If you'd like to give um, me something, please do send it. If, if there that was a legitimate double turn to build sympathy for Owens so that he actually gets something on the way back, the man will get cheered regardless. The yeah. man will get cheered regardless. Hopefully it shows a push. Um, I'm not sure how long he's going to be out. I think it's going to be an eight, 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 nine month jobby. Also, he'll miss Mania again. He'll miss uh, Mania. Uh, that sucks. I think so. Uh, it's not going to be. He, it's not going to be a six month. Well, I was going to say if if he and Zayn can uh, come back at the same time and just uh, you know dominate the team, they'd, that'd be good. They can attack Shane McMahon again. For fuck's sake! Just randomly, um, just attack him with no no reason at all. I'm not forgotten. <laughs> I'm not sure how much we want to get into the next match because it literally felt like a piss break match as much as I hate to talk shit about these guys but the Iconics beat Asuka and Naomi hometown winning hometown yeah winning. now you see when it when it came to hometown wins this is the one that I thought that the hometown was gonna lose because the yeah, Iconics well, were not having any name momentum name me a match the Iconics have won yeah I, I can't recall one uh, since their call up um, so, oh no, they one of them beat Charlotte Flair, didn't it? Can I mind? Maybe. I don't know. Who knows? After oh, no, no, they, they, they were instrumental in um, oh, what the cash in the cash in, yeah, yeah. I that's what that, that was their own only notable thing that they've done since coming yes. up is to cause the cause Carmella to win the title yeah. at one point. I don't know, it just it feels like. The iconics are more divas than they are wrestlers. They, well, they act more like divas. Mm. I and frankly, when I was watching them in NXT, their in-ring work was not of the women's standard that has been portrayed by the others. Um, so I have no idea why they got the the they've been getting or they got this. It's it. This is kind of like their pity win, essentially. And granted, it's happening while. Asuka, of all people, is muddled into this bottom-tier women's division garbage. Well, they've popped her. They've popped the main thing that everybody knew her for. So now they don't know what to do with her. That's that's the thing. The streak yeah. is done, so no one knows what to do with her now. Yeah. So it's, it's like, like, and it's just annoying. It's just simply annoying. Have they considered making her face Triple H a bunch of times? <laughs> Have her do it. She's gone up against Tajiri in the... Uh, not Tajiri. Uh, no, wait. No, yes. Tajiri in Japan. Jesus. Put her up against... Yeah. So... Okay, that's a match I want to see. That's going to be brutal as fuck. <laughs> well, well, sadly, Tajiri can't wrestle in WWE anymore, but... Hell, it's like... Um, 
No, she she used to wrestle a good amount of male competitors back in Japan, back in the mm. uh, back when she was up uh, uh, there. Japan is so, Japan, isn't it? You know, have her go up against. Oh, I don't know who's. Oh, who's not doing? Who's just, not doing anything? Well, I right, get get uh, Blumen Ellsworth, Ellsworth uh, back in. You know, getting beaten up by Asuka mm. a couple of more times. How about? Oh. Or or have her go get to two or five live. Get Canellis. Well, he's out. He's out. Uh, I'll what? bring him back anyway. Um, yeah. <laughs> Injure um, him some more. Annoyingly, annoyingly, it was. Uh, it felt like a piss break match, and uh, we shall treat it as such. Um, yeah. It's a shame. I think everybody in that ring could have done a lot more than what they are. But what are you going to do? Next, uh, the last of the SmackDown titles, and heaven forbid why the WWE Championship is in the middle of a card more than anything else, but AJ Styles defending the WWE Championship against Samoa Joe. Now, bearing in mind that I said at the beginning of uh, this session that I knew AJ wasn't going to win, this was still a fantastic match, but it's the ending left something to be desired for. Like... The, the way that it's it turned into this whole knee thing is beyond me mm, yeah well it, it was something to try and help Joe because Joe needed to lose this match right yeah. so he had to lose in, and have a reason to why he lost and the tweaking of the knee granted it's been used countless times like as you said Kev this is that, that uh, the, you know the knee thing with a lot of people, that's been happening all year. Apparently, everyone ever, ever since um, ever since Rollins injured his knee back in two thousand. So this is all Rollins' is fault. Oh, of course, yeah. it all yeah. makes sense now <laughs> for some reason. Yeah, it's like for some reason. How about we just blame Cena's nose? Cena's nose <laughs> didn't get Rollins' knee over, so his knee exploded, and therefore. Mm. That's a good point. <laughs> That's a good point. You know, ever since ever since Rollins did that buckle bomb and Sting, Sting. broke his knee. Yep. There was a, a backstory to all of that, which is for the, why the knee really came into play, which was AJ saying about how you know you won't be walking out. Yeah. Not Foresh- oh, it's yeah, foreshadowing. Yes, I do get that, clever. but it's like after SmackDown as well, and the knee is still a thing. Is Selling. more, yeah. Hey, well, it uh, hell. I I was I was commending uh, Kevin Owens uh, after. No, I know absolutely, and we have done. But yeah, I, because he he's been able to sell. You know, after a, a hard night at you know a pay per view, and he got absolutely destroyed. You know, at one point, and he's either limping to the ring uh, the next night on Raw, or doesn't show up in Raw at all. Mm-hmm. You know, so with the angle where they have to have Joe keep selling the knee going into um, his qualifying match for the World Cup at uh, Crown Jewel, um, it was only fitting. And it, again, like I said, it had to work into. You know him losing the fight, uh, losing the match as well. It had to be a factor. Otherwise, you know, um, people weren't gonna believe how you know Joe, this dominant force, could be you know beaten clean. 
by AJ Styles. Anyway. There was a lot to like in that match, though. There is oh, yeah. There's absolutely a lot to like in really that match. Really hard-hitting stuff. Yeah. I mean, um, one of my personal spots was uh, that I liked was uh, the work with uh, the chair, uh, where AJ Styles just, you know, one point just put out, sit down, gets yes. him ready to... Let gets him, him ready. Yeah. yeah, gets him ready. Uh, gets sizing Joe up for whatever to do next and then Joe just doing a Uranagi you know with AJ onto mm. the chair that was already open um, love that spot he turned him inside out of a clothesline that busted his mouth open mm-hmm. um, we had a series of AJ getting a series of kicks in and then just Joe going Wah! and just like chopping him into the middle of yeah, the just like, yeah just like yeah just knocked him flying um, we had I, I love the fact that with this match, considering it was, you know, no DQ, I love the fact that it took so long for the weapons to come in. Yes. Hmm. And the, the match was so much better as a result of that. It was all, it was a proper hard-hitting stuff. Everyone did their, their, you know, their signature pieces. Um, after the injury, AJ being so very targeted was really nicely done. Him hitting the 450 on the leg. Very specifically, was 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 nicely done. Um, the uh, we had the emeralds uh, frozen from Joe, aka the Island Driver, which was his finisher from for a while. Hmm. Um, and Graves said, you know, he like he very rarely does it. Indeed, it's like one of the things that he sort of pops out now and again. Is like it's like the Super AA. <laughs> Basically, is Joe Super AA is is the island driver. Mm. Um, we all, we had another we had we had another sweet Joe uh, power slam. Oh yes, oh, I just... keep doing keep doing it I keep doing it on AJ because he just AJ just looks dead afterwards. <laughs> um, and we had what was basically a coquina clutch release belly to back suplex. Oh yeah, oh I love that spot. That I was like. Looked... <laughs> Ooh. The elevation, the elevation that uh, Joe got with yeah. uh, that with AJ and AJ being able to you know do the whole rotation yeah. and not not you know jank his neck uh, on yeah, impact it, either. It, 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 was, it was literally a pivot around the neck head. It yeah, like anything. It really just went um, hit really hard. So yeah, um, looked. It, it was vicious as hell, and like, like, like you said, it gave an out to Joe. Joe still looks strong. Styles got to look pretty freaking vicious. They even they even did tease the Hell in a Cell ending again, and then they went a different way with it, which was which was nice. Hmm. Lots uh, lots to enjoy there. Lots to enjoy, but it's oh, AJ yeah. Styles versus Samoa Joe. Of course, you're gonna. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, the next match. Uh, it this definitely feels like it's back to old pay per view form because it feels like another piss break match with another woman's match in it. The Riot Squad versus Ronda Rousey and the Bella Twins. I'll be. I skipped this entirely. Uh, you didn't really miss much. I no. figured I wouldn't. As I said, it literally feels like we've gone back to the. The ways of old. Now, I assume it's because uh, they were going to run out of time with the the, the hard hitting matches they had on. 
and uh, we'll talk about that again in a bit because it pissed me off with one match. Oh yeah. And uh, but it just feels like that they've just relegated the women back down to having these minute matches because again it was just over so quickly. Mm-hmm. It was. I mean, I'll I'll give it I'll give them props uh, even though you know I, I'm surprised that the ref didn't stop it and just it's like no you gotta get her out of the ring she's not the legal one. Ronda Rousey finishing up the match with uh, a double armbar uh, to. You know, two members of the right squad to get the win. You know, some uniqueness to it, but overall, I mean, yeah, she her performance is fine. It's just obviously the match as a whole was just utterly forgettable. You know, it did it, it didn't need to be there. They, the only and it didn't and it didn't lead to anything either. The only reason that match should have been there is for the twist they did on Raw. Yeah, should have been there. Yeah, but of course we had something else. Exactly, it was the only reason it wasn't there, which which is annoying because it then fell into a a fucking subsequent match on Raw. Yes, just stupid. Uh, We'll move on to something that uh, I unfortunately missed, uh, but you guys probably didn't. Uh, Cedric Alexander defending the cruiserweight championships against Buddy Murphy, another hometown boy. I say hometown, I mean Australia. Uh, well, actually, no. He actually is billed from right. Melbourne, Australia. So this was his hometown match. Well, I'll let by you God, one away. I'll let you guys take this away. By God, this was quite the match. Um, both Cedric Alexander and Buddy Murphy was just on top form. Buddy Murphy was hot out of the gate uh, when the match started. He just put that knee right into Cedric Alexander, and you thought that was going to be it right there, but no. And it, and they kept. Everyone on the edge for you know throughout the match, you know, thinking where, which way it will go with finishers here, here and there. Uh, Buddy Murphy being able to kick out of the lumbar check, which was a rarity, um, you know. So, yeah, I mean, overall, high act, high flying, hard hitting, really good, fast, furious, a fantastic advertisement for Two Hundred Five Live. And nice to see 205 Live match, Cruiserweight match, so high up on a card, even if it was for the, even if it was the likes of this. Mm. It's definitely leaps and bounds of how, how it was going to be going out with uh, What's-His-Face uh, being champion. Oh, yeah. What, he who shall not happen- be named. Yeah, he, he who shall not be named. He who shall not that- be named free. Yeah. It's like, I'm, I'm surprised he just, you know, if he was still champion by this point, by God, it, it would have been nice if he got, you know, slaughtered just in like a two-minute match. Uh, two, well, I'm doing even two minutes. Just, just like a, a minute. But it doesn't matter. Because but it doesn't matter. We had this really good representatives. Match. Yeah. All right. Then. Next, we had... Um... Sorry, I'm, I'm feeling very bored already announcing the name of this match. Um, the Shield versus Braun Strowman, Dolph Ziggler, and Drew McIntyre. My interest in this match was zero because none of those titles were on the line like I wanted it to be. And thus, there was no interest to watch this match. And my interest in this completely evaporated on the week before on Raw when Baron Corbin says your belt isn't going to be defended until Crown Jewel. And I was just like, 
<laughs> nothing says excitement like nothing's going to happen. I, I, I just don't get why none of the Raw championships were on the line here. I don't, I don't get it. It's again because it was the B show, and no one cares. It, it's come, yeah. It's come back to what I said on the last time. You've put all of your belts on your main card and you've made it into a power trip versus brothers of destruction situation where they're just going to fight and if they put the belts and they turn around and went if you get a pinfall uh, on whoever whoever gets the pinfall wins the belt and it would have made it interesting it meant like the only two people who are going to eat a pin are going to be Braun Strowman doesn't matter if you beat him or Dean Ambrose doesn't matter if you beat him and it leads into the current storyline that they're working with Dean Ambrose. Mm -hmm. But no. Instead, we had Spotfest. Yeah. It was, it was heavily spot-heavy uh, spot with uh, the, the the start being a brawl uh, happening and whatnot. And, uh, and then the, mat uh, the match going on afterwards... It's like I, I I wasn't fully invested to it and of course the dissension, you know, that was happening with after Roman hit the Superman punch punch accidentally to punch. Dean and then you know uh, the the thinking, Oh, is he gonna turn now? Ooh and no he's joining it and whatnot. Was it's it ridiculous. was it this match? because uh, they, they just mixed in together. Was it this match or the follow up on Raw where uh, Ambrose, uh, not, uh, yeah, Ambrose was going to get tackled by Strowman, but Strowman got speared through the barricade. No, that that was this match. That was this match. That was a notable spot. I enjoyed that spot. I thought that was pretty. For, I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, and uh, for the re for the rest of the pay per view, uh, that wall was broken, so they had to tape it up. <laughs> they, they do that a lot now. In the event that there's <coughs> a barricade taken out, is it like all the crime scene tape comes out? <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, so just get the white tape uh, to make sure it's like uh, <laughs> what happened to, to put, the body. Just mark out a load of bodies where Braun Strowman's just, like murdered people around the raid. But it's it's just there was no stakes at no. all, and thusly it was just six top name guys fighting at the top of a card for the entire net thing of to just punch each other, and it was With just a tease of dissension. The tease of dissension, it was just boring. Drew, and got, again, Drew got a paycheck, I don't care. And it, no, you know, I, but I mean, again, I they could have they could have done the finish for what they did on Raw. It would have made Raw more interesting because of it, and it wouldn't have interfered with any of the other finishes. You could have played on the fact that you know the other two didn't travel back with with Dean. Dean's not. You know, Dean's not spoken to them. Say, mm -hmm. say, hey, say, Renee's not spoken to them. They could go. They could come to her and say, "Have you seen him?" No. It's uh, it was weird, bizarre. No fallout. No nothing. It was just air. Fair enough. Okay. Speaking and, of air. Um, I, I I need your opinion. I need to know whether this was a fuck up or whether this was intentional. I have to think it was intentional because of how long the last match went on. I'm going I'm to, sure. I'm going to fall in that part where I think it was intentional. Okay. Um, 
we're going to talk about The Miz versus Daniel Bryan and what little of a match there was. Mm-hmm. Um, based on the fact that the main event was as long as it was, I have to assume that it was intentional, but they made it look like it was... Accidental. Accidental. Or a botch. At first, I thought it was a botch. I actually um, thought that... Uh... I thought it was a botch because the music did its thing of it waited a space after the after the bell rang instead of like going on immediately mm. i'd like to think it was just them sort of because like no one's going to believe this and you know miz doesn't believe it and yeah so so they were basically playing us a little yeah, bit yeah. brian seemed to be perfectly fine with it which was like rather the clue that i'm perfectly you know, fine with it technically because it leads into the wrestlemania plan Yes, the great <laughs> WrestleMania plan is happening. Phase one of Pete's WrestleMania plan is underway. Yes, Do you think he actually wins at uh, Crown Jewel? Do you I think, think that? I think, I think they'll give the belt to Daniel Bryan. I absolutely believe they will. Well, that'll make my trip to uh, you know the two house shows uh, at the UK tours uh, more fun if Daniel Bryan's the champion. Um, I absolutely think they'll put the belt on Daniel Bryan. Um, dance, it's part of the plan dance. because it will then lead into Daniel Bryan versus The Miz at I uh, what's after Crown Jewel uh, Survivor, Survivor series. series I want to say but Survivor Series is normally at the end of this month so no November right? no it's a November pay-per-view it's always a Thanksgiving pay-per-view Survivor mm-hmm. Series so uh, it'll be November yeah because Survivor Series was created to go against uh, Starcade. Starcade. Yep. Not in a deliberate way at all. No, and it didn't. And they didn't force uh, pay-per-view uh, providers no, to not at all. You know, yeah. supply. They, they, uh, they made that. De- John, they made that decision of their own will. Their own yes. Free will. Aye. Yeah. They have, they have free will. Perfectly okay. Free to make that so, decision. Completely. Uh, Actually, say that we're due Stark, we're due Starcade as well, aren't we? We're due, we're uh, supposedly a, as a network special, yeah. We're gonna have, a, but will they actually show it this time, or is it just? Gonna uh, be, well, like I said, show. as a network special, spot, uh, supposedly. So we'll see. Um, but yeah, let's move on to the the main event. The the last time ever, <clears throat> bullshit. Uh, the Undertaker <laughs> versus Triple H. One on one. There's a little, little tiny little asterisk because this match was totally one on one, wasn't it? Um, (laughs) Of the Undertaker, accompanied by Kane versus Triple H, accompanied by Bald Michaels. Uh, I mean, Sean Michaels. Um, There was a large part of me who actually thought he had his hair still until that hat came off, and I'm like, what? I'll be honest. um, I thought the match was brilliant. I thought the ending was top notch and I thought they're actually going to do it. They're not going to lead into DX versus the brothers of destruction at crown jewel. Then they're, they're not going to do it. Brilliant. Absolutely. <laughs> of course they did. It, it had to be Saudi oil money that brought Shawn Michaels out of retirement. Didn't I it? was, uh, it made sense that it was okay. Last time we'll throw everything at, we'll throw everything at Taker to get it done. Yeah, absolutely. Even, I'm surprised well, the kitchen like, sink it was like wasn't three there. super kicks, a sledgehammer shot, and uh, <laughs> and a pedigree, and, a pedigree. and two pedigrees. The thing okay. that amused me about the end of the match is like Kane just looked 
so bewildered to be in the ring. Kane was freaking useless all the oh, way through. Oh, wasn't he just? Did, he pulled the ref out. That's all he did. Practically. He just he was a little bit intimidating at times. Shawn Michaels did more in that match than Kane. Yeah. <laughs> and Kane's taller than the fucker. Kane marched around the ring and looked moody. And that was it. And half of him looking moody is the fact that his mask is literally made to look moody. Yeah, I'm I'm surprised. I'm 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 good. I'm half I'm half guessing that Kane pretty much was just thinking about what he had to do when he got back. To his mayor's offers. Well, he, he, he also might be thinking, one that you know couldn't really take bumps. No, because, not really. Because he's doing he's, he's doing the work the stuff. I mean, thing, he yeah. was he was it was nice that he's all his money's being donated to Knox County, whatever it is. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I think there was only one really bad spot. Well, no, there there were quite a couple of botches that happened during mm. this match. Oh yeah, there was a, there was a few. The, and the biggest oof. one which the biggest one which uh, I remember is the one where Triple H went over the barrier and hit a plastic chair. Yeah. And I realized that all the audience were sitting on plastic chairs. And I was just like <laughs> <laughs> Well if you yeah. looked closer there was all the barbecues around as well that was I mean <laughs> what's going on. But it's just it, it amused me. But yeah, poor man smashed his head against a plastic chair. Yeah, it could have been worse. He could have smashed his head on that wheelchair that he was so dangerously yeah, close was, to. Yeah, that was that. That was right. Okay. Yeah, that, right into, yeah. Right that, into that, oh, that, the that, wheelchair that, as well. Right, it would have been would have been hilarious if he did bump into that uh, disabled person and he just went flying. Ooh, that would have been it. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot. Yeah, he sells that. You um, can tell that Taker has been putting a lot in for this match, but even after the hip surgery, you can clearly tell that he he shouldn't be in that ring oh yeah the the bit when they went over that uh, barricade and whatnot that that walk and brawl was so sluggish and so slow i'll i'll notify this that also undertaker doesn't give a fuck about anything because he took that cable and just started to you know put it around Triple H's neck and Hunter's probably like oh shit 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 no stop it I'll be you honest know. with you I think realistically the, the only way you could make the, him look sluggish like this is if he's just himself and just does the Dead Man Inc gimmick instead of Phenom like I understand the Phenom is a big part of who The Undertaker is but as someone who only started watching wrestling when it was Dead Man Inc. Like, literally, yeah. the first time I saw The Undertaker was uh, Judgment Day, when he came yes. in and interrupted the Iron Man match. Yeah. Yep. That's the first time I saw The Undertaker. So That's the same here. So, uh, so, let's... I mean, I mean the, the, the problem is, um, this is the internet, and let's call them classic Undertaker fans versus <laughs> you as, let's say, modern Undertaker fans. Um, classic Undertaker fans think that dead the, the American badass period is just utter heresy and you know mm. absolutely That's, terrible. Some people, and, some and people think nothing that. will better the classics. I just want to see him come down on the motorbike again. Yeah, <laughs> I, I reckon he could. I, I, just an absolute proper make, make his entrance as faster. Have, have that for mania, just being the phenom I mean, American badass. I mean, here's the thing. I mean. When he was Dead Man Inc., American Badass, 
he had all of the lumbering big guys in that gimmick type thing. As the as the phenom taker, he's never done the lumbering big guy stuff. And if he's too, he has. He was also he was also unfit as well at that point point in time as well. Oh, absolutely, mm-hmm. but he's not at that. He he's done it more. What I'm trying to say is because he's done that sort of lumbering big guy thing, and it fits more with that sort of period of time and that sort of gimmick he could probably pull off the fact that he can't do a lot um, it might actually I, be best I think character. a little bit of that is 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 the way he sells now he, he, he sort of he, I think he like oversells his own tiredness a little bit um, with just how with just how he is um, is, it, is it the one where like they they try to do like the the belly the the um, the, uh, fire, the the drop over in onto the, the the barricade that was down. I honestly think Trip sort of stopped it because he just thought he was going to land on the actual foot that was sticking up uh, of that barricade, and he sort of he sort of like stopped it because he was going to over rotate, and it's and it sort of like collapsed a bit. Um... I'll give Taken as he was uh, after the uh, the pilmanizing of his neck, because oh, because it needed so he needed that as well as the multiple pedigrees and the multiple everything else. He pilmanizing mm. the man's neck. Um, he actually throughout the rest of that match was actually was like really selling the fact that you know he he was struggling he was struggling for breath because of the throat damage as opposed to mm-hmm. everything else. So uh, that was good. Um. But yeah, we had um, Kane being useless, uh, Shawn Michaels being all over the place and just being a being a pest. I, um, I think the whole idea was that he blinded Undertaker mm. at the end of the at the end of the match. That's why he lost. He couldn't see what was going on, like because the hat fell off and that was it. I do have a question. I understand, you know, I understand. Eventually, a, a, a man loses his hair. Um, and he, he made the decision at some point that, yes. yeah. you know, he's he's gonna just go, hey, I'll I'll, I'll join Hunter in 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 the bald club, bald with uh, a beard, the the the, the bald break kid. Um, but can you explain to me why he was wearing, um, not just the hat, he was wearing what. You know, one of those things that you put on the underside of car shades. Oh, right, okay. You know, the, the you know the stuff you put on the the, the car. You know, sunshades that, that flip down, and you put you put like a leather thing on there for you know, you know, a, a couple of credit cards or an extra set of keys or something. He appeared to be wearing one of those around his head, um, and I didn't quite understand why. Or it was like it was like a cummerbund for his forehead. Right. It I think it's really uh, bizarre. I think it's the thing to keep sweat out of the eyes more than anything else. Keep sweat out of the eyes. I think we've yeah. got something like it's called hair. Yeah, he doesn't have that anymore. But he doesn't have it anymore. Well, it's very, it's very careless of him. And yeah, and, and it, was, it. what? And, you know um, what I, happened? You know what yeah. happened? Sean Michaels actually already came out of retirement. Had a hair versus hair match with John right. Cena. Right. John Cena, Cena won. won and took all of Shawn Michaels' hair, <laughs> so, had it surgically grafted to his head, 
and accidentally gave I the think, surgeon the wrong picture. He gave a picture of John Bradshaw Layfield. And I that think, is how this all happened. I think we've missed a, a kind of a kicker with some of the names. We should have been calling some of these guys. We should we should have gone Cena, and we should be having the hard-boiled kid. <laughs> uh, all the King of Kings horses and all the King of Kings men couldn't put uh, Shawn Michaels together again. Right. Uh, at that, I think it's time to go down to the the, the quick break points for the show. Uh, I'm not going to go first this week, uh, Mr. John, Mr. Mr. John Turbo Finley. Okay. Um, I think uh, overall, uh, I think again, uh, it was uh, all right. Just a couple of dud matches and questionable things. I'll say this time around, seven point five. Um, like, there was still a decent amount of work rate by a lot of the guys this time around, and, uh, b like, uh, besides some of the kind of, like, questionable kind of, like, matches, like the tag matches and whatnot, and as you said, for, uh, Pete, no raw titles being put on, on the line at all, but, uh, but the notable stuff was, of course, the Cruiserweight title match, the WWE title match, um, the women's title match. Um, yeah. Um, those were all good. Yeah. Kev? How much did you give it, John? 7.5. 6. Do you know what? I, I, I was going to score it higher than I'm going to do tonight, but after reflection on what we've talked about, I'm going to agree with Kev. I think it's a 6. Cool. Right. If this is the biggest gap that's ever been between me and John in terms of scoring, mm. um, I maybe I'm being very too ordinary. Generous. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm being too generous. Maybe I think I'm being no, generous. I think, I think, I think I with think, a six. I think, I think you enjoyed it. Um, I think I was going to give it. A, I was going to give it a seven. Uh, I think a six is more in line with what I've talked about. I think they were too safe, and I think that's the problem. I think they were too safe because of their long-term plans. And they've had a plan for what they want to do. And all of a sudden, they've gone, Saudi Arabia's given us lots of money to do two pay-per-views. Australia's going to give us a lot of money for doing a pay-per-view there. And they've put it in. And as we talked about during the Greatest Royal Rumble, it felt rushed and not part of everything. And it feels kind of like they've done that here as well. But because they've had the time to fit it in, they've managed to work it into where they want to take the stories. It still feels rushed. And I it think was, that's the problem. good there was a good beginning there was a good end there was a good thing in the middle but for some reason it was a WWE championship and everything else the was kind of off again um, but yes uh, the next show is going to be WWE Evolution which is 50 women apparently are going to be fighting on that card but apparently for whatever reason because uh, there's only one, two, three, four, five, six matches so far and one of them is a tag match. I'm going to assume there's going to be some sort of women's battle royal, women's royal rumble for something that's going to happen there, which is going to get the other, let's see, 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, 14. So there's another 36 people there that they're going to have to stick in there. So I'm, I'm imagining a women's royal rumble, women's battle royal for something. Battle royal, yeah. Maybe they put in the... Um, that there as opposed to having it a mania. From now you on, mean, yeah, the women's like, battle royale. Women's... Yeah. Maybe the insert wrestler name here 
back, yeah. back and royal. But yes, uh, we will be back. That's going to be in about just over two weeks. But since there's only six matches and maybe about royal, it probably won't be a four-hour show. Fingers crossed. Six mm. hours. Uh, yeah. uh, thank you very much for watching as always all of the links to all of the stuff will be in the description box below due to the magic that Mr. Kevin does with all of his editing goodness there's no mm. need to put it on screen you've heard it from us more than enough times I have been Pete Titans Creed Nethercoat joined as always by Mr. Kevin Eva the Kevin Eva and Mr. John Turbo Finley the paragon of DDP Yoga himself until the next time we speak ladies and gentlemen we'll see you the next episode of Last Minute Kickout. Bye, everybody. <laughs>